Hi, thanks for tuning into High on Horror. I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode and every future episode is dedicated to the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time. Spark one up or pour yourself something because today we're talking about the horror comedy Scare Package 2, Rad Chad's Revenge, which will be streaming on Shudder later this week. That is a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're reviewing that today and more on High on horror. horror. Interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. <laughs> all right, man. So I see you over there sneaking hits. What are we smoking today? Look, I mean, you get in the bong, you get to take it the first hit on air. I'll just take mine first. <laughs> I got to make sure it ain't poisoned. <laughs> okay, yeah. And you're still here, so I guess I'm good. For now. <laughs> I got I got some of that loady doty. Loady doty? Loady doty, bruh. <laughs> Shit is twenty four percent THC. Damn the fucking the name. So, some more, some more orange hairs. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so it's so fuzzy. It's so fuzzy and beautiful looking. It's a sativa dominant hybrid marijuana strain made popular in Washington State, and it's bred by the Clone Zone. The genetic heritage of Lodi Doty is undefined and closely guarded. Fine, then keep your secrets. <laughs> carries a sweet and unique flavor of tropical fruit and fresh wildflowers. The pungent aroma le- leads the way towards a cerebral buzz known pungent to spark aroma. creativity and a boost of energy. And it'll make you trip over your words as you've seen with me describing this here. You should have taken that hit. See, that's what happens. Yeah, it's all on me. You're right. Sneaking hits in, man. It'll give you a boost of energy and it'll turn any task into a more enjoyable adventure. <laughs> I mean, isn't that any weed, to be fair? <laughs> I don't want to fold the laundry. Fuck it. Smoke some. It'll make you feel giggly, energetic, and uplifted. Here we go. Negative. Dry mouth ain't on there. No. You're going to get dizzy, a headache, and paranoid. That sounds terrible. <laughs> so you don't get dry mouth this time. I think I'll just get, take the dry mouth. I'll just like take a sip of water or like and fucking, Coke or something. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. Oh, well, you, you, you know how last week I gave you the percentages of what people say it helped with? <laughs> And I mocked it for being less than 50%. Yeah. Uh, the top three here, 18% of people say it helps with depression. That's the top you could get for anything was 18%. Oh, shit. 11% of people reported helping with stress and 10% say it helped with anxiety. Okay. And uh, it says here, though, the info is sourced from our readers and not a substitute for professional medical advice. <laughs> well, so, thanks. Thank thanks you. for that. So uh, don't take us serious. Yeah, but uh, so you won't get dry mouth, but you will get dizzy and nauseous. Basically. Wow. Okay, well, uh, so anyway, today we're, uh, we're talking about Scare Package 2, Rad Chad's Revenge. So uh, this is the, the sequel to the first Scare Package from 2019. It actually came out in like 2020, though. But uh, the first film was basically, uh, it featured, you know, Chad Buckley at his video store on the day that he hires a new guy named Han. And between the movies playing in the video store and the stories the characters in the film tell, we get an anthology film. Um, ultimately, it becomes a slasher. And Chad finds himself dead at the hands of professional wrestler Dustin Rhodes, who punches through his face. <laughs> um, Joe Bob Briggs has a role in it as well, and he died. Um, but anyway, Chad is back now in the sequel somehow. Uh, the first film was 80s and 90s, and in this sequel, it's 90s and early 2000s. And the Saw franchise was big in the early 2000s. That's why it's parodied pretty hard here in part two. Yeah, the beginnings kind of, you kind of get that Friday the 13th part two beginning yeah where like 
If you haven't seen the first one, oh, you get to see him die. <laughs> exactly. That's you a get, good way to uh, look at it. You get the flashback to Rad Chad being killed. I also want to say Rad Chad's Revenge. It sounds like the like, like subtitle of a Marvel movie. <laughs> I could see that. And uh, yeah, before we jump in, I want to say that Rich Summers, he's the guy, I forget his character's name, but he has the glasses. Yeah. That dude in everything, he always looks like his character, Harry Crane from Mad Men. Like, I, every time I see him in a movie, that's why I recognize him. I don't even really remember Rich's name. Oh, yeah. I just go, oh, that's the guy from Mad Men. His name in the movie was Rick, but I know exactly who you're talking about. He looks exactly the same. They put him in, in the, it's like they dress him up nice and put yep. him in the glasses and have him do the hair. And like, everybody's just like, eh. You're nope. just going to be Harry Crane. <laughs> still, still Mad Men, 100%. I see him with the glasses and everything. But uh, Radshad has his funeral, and he talks to everybody through video. And that funeral video with the Adele stuff, that <laughs> shit where he was like, thank you, Adele, for singing that. <laughs> and then, like, uh, that, that stuff was pretty good. And uh, the coffin starts smoking. And uh, what I like is it's not just horror, horror movies they reference. They, they reference my girl. The woman <laughs> yes, goes, yes, she I have goes up. <laughs> She goes up to the fucking coffin and she's like, he can't see without his glasses. Dude, I didn't know that you've ever seen my girl. I haven't, I, but I know that scene. I literally have a note written here to bring that up about the whole, like, the little girl, like, where's his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. That shit had me cracking up, dude. Yeah, I'm so glad that I'm not the only one that noticed that. I've never that. seen it, but it's just such a familiar scene. <laughs> and, like, I mean, there's just so... There's... There's so many references to other horror movies. We're not even going to get through all of them. No, there's not a chance. I mean, the uh, the director, writer, and producer of the film, Aaron B. Koontz, actually said that he just wanted to make a fun movie like the first. He said that during the pandemic, he just wanted to have fun. And I definitely think that this movie is a lot of fun. There's a lot of laugh out loud moments in this one. Yeah, there, I mean, I enjoyed it. I it's not often like I chuckle out loud at a movie and there was a couple parts that like, <laughs> I definitely just laughed at. Yeah. And, uh, so Rad Chad wants to play a game with them from beyond the grave. And so we, we have to watch video segments. Like you were talking about Saul. It's kind of almost like Saul meets VHS for yeah. the overall story. Yeah. They kinda, keep watching yeah. these VHS tapes, but then they progress through like Saul type stuff. Yeah. I get to the next phase of the next puzzle and shit. Yeah. The first video segment was called Welcome to the 90s. Right, yeah. And it takes place on New Year's Eve in 1989. Um, you have the final girls in one house, and the other house is the sure to die, or STD girls. And uh, the final girls' house, you just have a nod to other final girls, and like the killer outside basically looks like Jason. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the final girl, I'm going to go down them, Ellen, obviously, Ellen Ripley, mm -hmm. but they give they give little notes about each one. She likes cats, she loves big <laughs> guns, and hates face hunters. And she had the same hair, the haircut and everything. And, and the suit. And there's actually, there's a, uh, there's a reference to aliens in the first uh, scare package. There's like the, they kind of uh, parody the whole like radar thing when the aliens are zoom, zooming in on them and you hear like the little doot, doot, doot. So anyway, more alien references. And then you have Jenny after Jenny Field from the OG in the beginning of the second Friday the 13th. She's a summer camper, good with a wrench, and imposter mom. Imposter mom. And then we had Nancy after Nancy Thompson. 
this, this was one of the first ones that just made me laugh out loud. <laughs> never sleeps, never runs in the hallway, never follows her dreams. <laughs> Drew over here dying. Look, I'm, it's looking like I picked a good strain this week. I on horror cannot go toe-to-toe with this loady doty. Loady doty. Dan Washington State, what the fuck you doing? Loady doty is fucking us up right now. And Sorry then, about uh, that. Then we have Sally after Sally Hardesty. Hates chainsaws, loves to scream, and a Texan. <laughs> and then uh, we, we meet the final, after, and then we meet another final girl after uh, our kind of Jason comes in, and they tell him to leave. And uh, they find he stabbed Lori in the head. They didn't give any notes on her. I wanted, I was interested to see what those would have been. Yeah. And then he kills Sally Black Christmas style. That shit was <laughs> the fucking saran wrap. And it's done so, like, haphazardly. I'm sorry. I'm still over here trying to recover. If you can't <laughs> tell by my voice. <laughs> uh, then one of the STD girls comes over and... Uh, her name is Buffy, after Buffy Summers, and she got notes, though. Favorite band, Slayer, good with stakes, and a real athlete. <laughs> and then in that story, we have uh, the final girls, because now it's the 90s. The final girls and the STD girls swap. <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. Um, again, right from the start, this movie is full of quotes and one-liners. Like, if you... Are a horror fan, you're gonna notice all the little puns here and there, like right away. Yeah, it's like uh, I was saying, it was kind of like <laughs> scary movie, but for the more I hate to use the term hardcore, hardcore horror fan, where you, it goes a little deeper than just surface references. Like, yeah, like like scary movies. movie could appeal to everybody, but only like the like the 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 more knowledgeable horror fans would get the references in this movie. I totally get. What I you mean, mean, there's some that are just blatant, but. Yeah. There's after the video, uh, we come back to the room and then we go back to our salt salt type video, uh, where he said they were poisoned. The one <laughs> part it made me fucking die. This was the other one that made me laugh out loud. Is that you, when you find out they all have poison, but it's like when they spit it out, it burns people. Yeah. And that one dude said, I, I gotta take a Brad Pitt. Was, <laughs> that cracked me up, yeah. It's I like, I'll take like, a Brad what Pitt. the hell? I've never heard that. It's fucked up. And then the beer pong montage. That thing was amazing. Yes. Oh my, like, rivals uh, uh, fucking beer fest. <laughs> uh, Dwight is easily my favorite character in the movie. Agreed. He fucking had me laughing the whole, he always saying something at the wrong time. That, uh, I mean, I really feel like there, I, I, I was worried that it might be a spoiler, but, uh, I'll just say, cause there's multiple ways that could go. At one point he looks like Frank from another horror movie and stays <laughs> that way the rest of the movie. And it shit is just hilarious. When you first see him and it, just the way he's positioned, <laughs> it's just perfect. It really is. <laughs> Uh, our second video was the night he came back again, part six, the night she came back. <laughs> and it's kind of like Halloween meets Scream. Yeah. Uh, That's a good way to look at it. I, I, I would agree with that. And then uh, you have <laughs> the Dr. Loomis character. If you thought, if you think Dr. Loomis is over the top, <laughs> Dr. Castle, which is obviously a Nick Castle, yeah. uh, is just way more over the top. <laughs> like they do the whole like. Was that 
is or is that the boogeyman? But not in the same way. <laughs> she asks a question, and then he just goes on like a monologue for like <laughs> two minutes. He's the incarnation of evil. <laughs> like, oh, <coughs> obviously it's low budget, but like, yeah, all the stuff they 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 did with, with with this stuff, and just like the nods to other movies, it was just I felt so well done. The actors like just bought into the over the top nature of it. I agree. It's a, uh, it's like, uh, it's like Wayne's. Bro- we just said it's better than like you know. Well, well, not better than, but kind of more deeper than scary movie. But it has that Wayne's Brothers sense of humor where it's not some like elite high end level sense of humor. Like this is like dumb silly humor. This is like it's like if you just like laughing at dumb shit, having a good time and relaxing, you're gonna enjoy this movie. If you're looking for like groundbreaking, like that's like you know something that's going to shatter your world and make you think like, Oh my God, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. You're dead. You know, you're going to have to look somewhere else. Expected Robert Eggers. (laughs) But, uh, no, like this is a very fun movie, very fun movie. Very like the laughs are on point, on point. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's lighthearted, but at the same time, it's like, it's true to be a horror movie. And, uh, third one, we have a special edition and this just felt like a combination of so many different TV esque, horror movies and stuff involving it and we got a sweet cameo from our favorite horror host joe bob briggs oh man th- this one with the with the whole tv well let's aspect. just say rad chad's back and now joe bob's back how yeah. the fuck right <laughs> and i mean that one also made me laugh because you get joe bob i don't want to ruin it for people but you get joe bob doing a famous line from another horror movie yeah (laughs) and it just made me laugh but like everything was good i mean they had like poltergeist like videodrome uh when freddy came out of the fucking tv and dream warriors like oh my god yeah that shit was hilarious that scene yeah man uh, hellraiser worked in hellraiser was worked in yeah the projected the uh the projectile acid blood was probably like my favorite part though like that was probably the thing i laughed at the hardest in the movie also the bees (laughs) the bees was pretty good was like busy like a beast so they want us to move around and dance a lot <laughs> and then it's like, i don't the think li- it's working <laughs> said, i just think they're getting angry yeah and then the one good. woman it was allergic oh yeah that oh my god rough yeah some hereditary shit some hereditary some, shit. Uh, hereditary was like some cake and then our uh <laughs> the last video we watch uh we're so dead it's kind of like it meets reanimator mm-hmm. meets stand by me and it's funny because i typed those in the notes when i when i was watching and at the beginning i'm like okay this is what it's giving me yeah and they literally explain it in that segment and i'm like yep that's what i got from it <laughs> it's like basically the kids from it but they find a dead body like stand by me and then they try to bring it back to life like yeah. reanimator yep <coughs> this one probably of all the videos is probably my least favorite yeah the weakest one yeah and it was funny because before that i was like oh it's probably got to be three the first two were solid i agree for sure welcome to the 90s and the uh yeah the second one i don't even remember <laughs> Jeez. you know what i think it was it was his fucking edibles uh, yeah probably oh the night he came back again part yeah. six the night she came back that was it but I, I really enjoyed this. 
Yeah, same. Even like, do we count this as an anthology movie? Technically, yeah. I mean, technically, it's weird because it's it doesn't feel like an anthology movie. I feel like I will say of uh, the anthology stories, this maybe the best rap story or close to it. <laughs> it's a good like, rap. For it's sure. entertaining. Like, yeah, I feel like like like, like we've talked about. Some of those where you're just like, I don't care about the rap story. Yeah, yeah this yeah. one, I was kind of like, I wanted to get back to the rap story. Yeah. Just fucking, like, all those people together were good. And I can't believe we haven't even mentioned it yet, but Kelly Maroney's in it. I know, yeah. Totally. I just told her, I'm like, She's how, how did we go through too. this whole movie and not mention that? <laughs> Legend. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. I, I, I was entertained the entire time watching the movie. <laughs> yeah man me too like i was this movie's fucking out there in like the best kind of way like like i said like there was at no point watching this movie was i like oh this is boring there was just always something to like make me laugh um some of the stories are stronger than others i feel i feel like the first half the stories were really strong mm-hmm. and the last two the stories were kind of weak mm-hmm. but the rap story as a whole is good um i'd give it a seven out of ten seven out of ten yeah i was gonna say that uh like i actually wasn't a fan of the first scare package movie when when shutter sent us the, the screener for this one i thought i'm like i don't know if that's even one that i'm gonna bother watching you know like i thought like do i even want to bother but i'm glad i did because this one actually is like to me it's a lot better than the first one it's scaled down it's not as long uh, there's not as many yeah, the stories. Kind of has a lot of stories. Yeah, too. yeah. It's not there's not as many stories, so there's more focus on just like the the, the few ca- the less characters you get to focus in on and pay more attention to, get to know uh, their sense of humor. Um, so uh, I liked this more um, than the first one, and uh, I thought that the practical effects were awesome. The gore was over the top. It was badass. It was awesome. The puppet, the, the little saw puppet wannabe shit was hilarious. Oh yeah, dude. It was just like I said. <laughs> There's so much yeah. like shit and references that like. There's literally a just, I, I'm a head out moment. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, yeah, the the Billy the puppet version that thing was great. Like, like like I said, I mean, it took us till towards the end to get to Kelly Maroney. Like, yeah, there's, there's so much to so talk many about. things happening, but it's not in a bad way that there's too much happening. Without talking about spoilers, there's just so much to like. Yeah, it's just a lot. If we were talking spoilers, we'd be able to go more in depth, but having to hold back and what you say you realize all the shit that you're not talking about but uh people don't get a jingle today (laughs) yeah right um but uh yeah like i said awesome practical effects uh hilarious like the jokes are on point very funny um well timed my one thing about the movie is that i find it i found it to be a little too self-aware sometimes a little too self-aware where it could just be a little annoying but it was still funny as shit like i said it earlier i laughed out loud several times i literally was watching this and like laughed out loud and thought damn i'm like this movie's getting me it's tickling me a little bit you know but um yeah i would i agree seven out of ten um and you know there might be a third one um aaron b coon said that uh he has a wild idea for the for a third film if it gets greenlit by shutter and um he said you know the reason he did wanted to do this sequel was because he got to work with some directors and crew that he didn't get to in the first film. And uh, he said, you know, like, Scare Package is his baby, and it's, like, his baby in every way, shape, and form. So we might get a third film, and if it's going to follow this one, I think I'm definitely willing to give that one a chance, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, it's funny, because I said Dwight was my favorite <clears throat> character. Yeah. It's weird, like, we didn't plan it this way, but I was 
uh, Graham Skipper. Yeah. Two weeks in a row we have movies with him. He was by far, like I said, he played Dwight. <laughs> he was by far my favorite character in this movie. Like, just like the the comedic timing was just like perfect with everything. I agree. I definitely agree. He was a very hilarious take on the character Frank that we're talking about. If you know what we're talking about, <laughs> yeah that that was good. And it's he just like it happens what like halfway, a little after halfway in the earlier movie. than I thought it would. And yeah, then he just like chills like that the rest of the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I think uh, I think that'll about wrap up what what, what we got to say. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm tapped. No. Right. Seven out of tens across the board. Thanks to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in. Thank you kindly. And uh, you know, we don't we don't know what's happening next week, so follow us online at High on Horror four twenty on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Send us your emails at high on horror four twenty at gmail.com. Check out our website, highonhard.com. Check out some of our reviews. Like, like I always say, we can't get to everything, so we so we throw some up on there. So check those out, and uh, we'll be back with you next week. Catch you later. Bye, everybody. <laughs>